Hello, Nada. How are you? Oh, not bad. How are you, Marcus? All very well, thanks. Uh, oh, look, listen, I um, yeah. I, please accept my deepest condolences. You know that. Oh, thank you. That's very yeah, kind yeah. of you. I really felt your pain. Mm. I have uh, empathy. I know how I felt when I lost my dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was even harder. Anyway. You know, the hardest thing, Nada, was and I'll talk to Anthony Albanese about it after 8 o'clock, because I'm not the only one. But there are, no, I know that. You know, there are probably hundreds of thousands of Australians that have been in the same boat. Uh, it's very difficult to grieve for somebody who is your best mate uh, from so far away. And not being there yesterday, uh, I beg your pardon, on Saturday when he was laid to rest, it just broke my yeah. heart. Even though yeah. we, we were there via video and it was wonderful and... The technology is available, but it's not the same thing. And I just don't understand, Nader. I I will never understand why different jurisdictions, that is, state governments, uh, don't allow some sort of bereavement pass for for people to travel across the border, uh, provided you're vaccinated at least once and you have a, a COVID shot to prove that you don't have it without having to go into 14 days. I could have gone. But the problem is, what are we we supposed to do with Dad in the 14 days that, you know, half a dozen of us are quarantining? You know, it's it's just not practical. When it comes to laying loved ones to rest, it's not practical, you know. Exactly right. You know, it makes me feel like I should have been a bloody NRL player or, you know, perhaps a movie star or something. You know, they all get exemptions. Why don't ordinary Australians get exemptions to, to bury their loved ones in a state. I, I, just, I, will never, I will never accept it, that it's the right oh, no, way to go I will never about. understand it either. It's heart-wrenching. Anyway. Heart-wrenching. Anyway, what I rang for, mm. it's been picking at my brain. I haven't even been sleeping properly because I've read in the paper about this green-eyed monster rearing with these whoever's trying to bring Dr Charlie Teo down. I mean, I can't believe the jealousy and the greed for power that that is happening. This has been happening for a long time against this most amazing. Tell me your history with uh, with Charlie. Yes, I met a very dear friend I grew up with was mm-hmm. operated on a major brain. It was a, a benign tumor, but a big brain sure. tumor. So, yep. um, I had another dear friend that I'd worked with back in a bank. You know when we were younger, that ended up with a brain tumour. So both of us took my friend to Dr Charlie Teo. So I met this most inspirational, inspiring man across a desk. It's amazing. Dealing dealing with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And he actually operated on her, and she's fine today, thank God. So this was years ago, and I came home and I told my adult children. I was so inspired and so moved by it by meeting this man. I just felt like he was like a gift from God sent to this neurosurgical part of medicine. Sure. And um, and I said to them, if anything ever happens to me with my brain, please get me Charlie. And believe it or not, about 12, 15 years later, there I was. I had a massive subarachnoid cerebral hemorrhage. Um, I was actually on the way out. And there was nothing at one of the host, local hospitals out this way that I was taken to by ambulance. They weren't up to scratch. Sure. So my children and my husband acted on what I'd said they'd remembered and were straight in contact there. I was transferred to a hospital and his top profession, I mean, his neurosurgical team um, along with him saved my life. That's I'm here today 
I've gone through so much. And this God sent man, this angel, saved my life and gave me another chance. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. And I can't believe that through jealousy and greed for power, there's someone trying to bring him down. And if they break him and break his amazing spirit, um, we've lost one of the best neurosurgeons in Australia and possibly the world. One of the best, if he is not allowed to operate or he, he, he doesn't operate anymore. I can't believe they're doing this to this most amazing, inspirational neurosurgeon. Well and said. if Charlie's listening, I'm 100%. And if there's a 1,000%, yeah. I'm there for him in whichever way. I will sign any petition All right. to, to save him. Well, we'll try and speak to Charlie. As you know, I have history with him as well and uh, and Marcella Zamanik um, and the organisation. Yes, I will try and get Charlie on this week and have a chat with him, but I will certainly send him your phone call to us this morning, Nada, because I'm sure he would yep. greatly appreciate it. Definitely. And, you know, the other thing, he just doesn't help the celebrities and the stars. No. Yes, he's known, renowned. It's been in the media for that. Yep. He helps any, anybody, any Tom, Dick and Harry, anyone, just down-to-earth people. Yep. And I was one of them. Yeah, well Thank said. God to him. Thank you. I thank God for him every day because he's been sent with this amazing God-sent gift yep. that others envy. All and right. they're trying to bring him down for it. Wonderful. All right, Nada, thank okay. you so much for your thank call. Thank you. you. Take thank care. Thank you, Marcus. Bye. Bye-bye.